It's been C on Griper, 718-339-6020. For listening live, my phone, 712-432-4217. Again, 712-432-4217. And live are the archives. Listen to the talk again. Again, it's Monday morning, 9 o'clock now. But again, it will be placed Sunday at 5 p.m. And to listen during the week, 718-506-9099, extension 31. And also to text 347-927-8393. And to email, listen... Get a copy of the book, Diamond Polishing, and the archives and the videos. That's www.jrootradio.com. And the station needs, if people know people, we hear so many nice stories of people who listen to the station, need the station, to get a station, costs millions. And some big people could be contacted to realize how it's a big, big tzedakah and the schus of the schus arabim is so great. So that's what's necessary. Something about a million plus to make a station work. So anyone knows who can talk someone into helping to get their talks back on the radio. You can text the numbers, call the numbers that I just gave. So we start with safety. <clears throat> and again, during this time, we said last week, and we can't say enough, I told you a friend saw a man riding a bicycle texting. And that was a dangerous thing. And women crossing the street with the babies texting or on the cell phone. And we know riding the car too. We know of accidents. So be very, very careful. This is, we don't want so-called gross negligence to change and ruin people's lives. People do it. One thing could be an accident. Eventually we told, we'll talk about Shalom Bias, but just takes one or two moves with negligence can just change a person's life. And it might not be so nice. So last week, said and mentioned in the Parsha concerning a person should not cut oneself when a person passes away, like the nations do. And the comment by the Nitziv on this was an eye-opener. What do you mean don't cut oneself? Be like, and don't because that's the way the nations do it. Don't cut oneself for the dead. The Siv says that this is dealing also with people. Don't cut yourself off from people. In other words, this is a big, big warning against separating and a big, big chizuk that people should stay together. And the Siv mentions this is a time, this is a time to build shalom. It's interesting. I never saw this before. 
Usually don't cut oneself means don't be like, don't make tattoos also, and don't cut yourself when a person passes away. But here it changes the whole shot around saying, make shalom. Don't be like the nations of the world. Don't be like people who cut off people. Instead, make shalom. So we're going to see how making shalom is huge and how great it is. And also, Blazing Ginsburg spoke about Ray. Gave a little also different shot on Ray. And a person could see see the brochures you have now. I'm going to go over it, but see the brochures you have now. And also the Klolom. You see now what's going on in Israel, the Gaza, and the bombings. There's a lot of things Klolom going on right now. We have to, we'll see, do mitzvahs and do things that will feel stronger than his iron dome, will protect us. And it's a time really to say things, do things for yourself, for your family, and for all Klai Yisrael. And we have to keep in mind everybody. And unfortunately, Laser brought his story saying Tehillim and a shul. And with Tehillim, of course, for what was going on in the world. And one hush of a man just walked out of shul. At the time, he was saying Tehillim after davening. Couldn't wait a minute. He was very disappointed. All this is so important, not Tehillim. But unfortunately, we take things okay. It's okay now. It's okay now. But it doesn't work like that. Then we have to wait for someone else to get hurt, someone else to get killed. What? Then we're going to dive in again, someone else to get taken. So Emilia say, don't wait. Don't wait for all these chlolom to happen. Think about what you have now. And with all the things you have now, say, Hashem, I, I'm not as thankful as I should. I have to do tshuva. I have done for everybody. I have to do things right. Say things right. We can do truva through the apple, through the happiness we have. But we have to do something. We don't want to wait for moments, and it's constantly happening now. All of a sudden, things seem quiet on the, on the front. All of a sudden, bang again. All of a sudden, someone gets hurt again. Someone gets taken again. Oh, we wake up, and we have to say to Hillam again. Daven again. Do mitzvahs again. Why? Why does Hashem keep having to send these messages and call them? So we're going to talk today a, a little bit how the first part, how the A means the brachas. person who sees your brachas, we're going to see. We aim for shalom. And the brachas we know <clears throat> also, A means the brachas mean if you do the mitzvahs, you do the right things, that it will give you, send you brachas. And the other way around, fights among us, disagreements, bad words among us, is going to cause curses. And another A, you know, with that, the brachas, mitzvahs and the brachas, the Rav said, the Ramilla said that the mitzvahs are a perfection in our mitzvahs, in us. As a person does the mitzvahs, you actually are physically making yourself better. 
physically in a way of midos, with the person who's learning, saying to heal him and trying to do the right things and really engage and saturate in doing the mitzvahs and speaking correctly. So that person will create a self that when he goes home, he won't raise his voice. Or a woman, when her husband comes home, will also won't raise her voice. We have to create the mitzvahs of the day as like a blueprint, actual blueprint of how to live life, not only on the outside, but it creates a person. So we're going to see that a little bit today. Again, we mentioned Shalom. And we mentioned Re'e concerning the brachas we have. And Re'e concerning the brachas lead to as far as when mitzvahs are done, the brachas lead to more brachas and then also to self-perfection. So for, to begin a little bit, we always we begin an idea of yourself. We have to learn to make ourselves feel better. It's a very important thing. When a person has something in his pocket every day, and it talks about, there's a list of, we'll say in a, say in a, in a, in a little while, how a person should go over his physical health and the brokers around him. And a person should realize you were a bonu, and you yourself, you have to, we'll see in a second, you have to review all the good things you do every day and say, Hashem, but I could do better. You have to build yourself. Build yourself, build yourself. Feel like somebody. You are somebody. The whole world was made for you to create yourself, to become a better person, to give. So a person has an opportunity. And we have to get ourselves strong. Someone told me today, the Rav says, said people are sometimes very nervous and of high anxiety. We all have levels of that on a daily basis, sometimes more than others. Some days more than others, some moments more than others. The Rav gave a, a prescription, because I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, that said sleep, sleep. If right now you see yourself a little tense, talking to myself too. Are we getting enough sleep? It's hard, you have to wake up in the morning. Can you sneak ahead 15 minutes during the day somehow? But I have to clean up, but I have to learn, I have to... The 15 minutes and half hour, the Rev Miller took a half hour every day, during the day. And the half hour, the extra sleep, and again, I'm talking to myself also, it's a way to lower anxiety, lower nervousness. Another, the Rev said, are walks, walks that are brisk. Walk a little fresh air. Move it, move it as fast as you can. And that also, with deep breaths, will make you feel good. The third thing, not to speak too much. In other words, constructive thoughts, thoughts, constructive words are super and outstanding. But talk less, talk less. Sleep, exercise by walking briskly, and talk less. As your body is calmer, we'll be able to appreciate the following. So, when you think of the wonders in the morning of Hashem, Enjoying the abundance 
the blessing Modani. <clears throat> Thank you for being alive, the Kishmaka being alive. Again, years ago, Ramila mentioned this, and it was, people is the Rav said people lost that I'm happy to be alive. Like a given. I'm happy to be alive. The Kishmaka being alive, and you have to pull yourself out of dungeons. Because you have a mind versus a, boz, a body, a physical being that's very emotional, sensitive, goes up and down like a roller coaster. Again, because they're not eating and sleeping and walking, what we just said. And plus, all the encounters we have every day that are stressful. And since you want immediate satisfaction, also it makes it stressful. And all the simulations around us to get this, to get that. You press a button, you get this. It's all on the phones, immediate talk, immediate satisfaction. We're getting a phone call and continued. So a person has to try to have a little calmness of mind. Down in the morning to get that geschmack, use your seichel. Because many times, think about when you feel good. <clears throat> Recently, could be a Shabbos table, you heard good news. At that moment, or those moments, did you anything change so much except for that one <clears throat> incident or event? And yet, the next day you wake up and you're near a great event, so you feel down, dragging, the body drags. Did anything really change in your life? Really, really change? No. So most of our ups and downs are just emotional physical, of being a human being. We mentioned lack of sleep, etc. And plus living in today. Today, the whole world's making us very stressful. Again, you make a call, not make a call. You get a call. And through internet and texting and immediate and without loyalty on work and loyalty from employers, there's so much temporaries and <clears throat> so therefore, it's important to build strength within yourself. The Gishmaka getting up in the morning. And if you can see the beautiful sky we see every day and the beautiful green trees every day, we'll see summertime. And to really soak it in. Because the Rev said concerning everything is Hevel, when Shlomo said everything is Hevel. When is it hevel? When is somebody comes purposeless? This blue sky, the green grass, you don't appreciate it. It's a nothing. If you use it, you're utilizing the purpose of your eyes and this world. And you examine, you see animals walk, and you see flowers and the miracle of life over and over and over again. Look at your body. A miracle of coming from a little, little cell and two cells and three cells and forming a miraculous mind that controls the whole body, a little brain between your head. I thought sometimes the person goes, how could Hashem control every bit of the universe? So how could your head with the brain inside that came from a little nothing with all because of nerves endings that meet and form ideas, et cetera, et cetera, that is able automatically to control your blood flow. And the cells over there growing. 
So it's a similar thing, how the mind works, that this body works. Everyone on the planet has a mind, and most of us have a mind that does all this stuff. Creative universe. What's the question? Every little thing that you do and see is Boreolum. So you have to <clears throat> contemplate <clears throat> and then go over your body a little bit. Appreciate what you have while you have it. Appreciate what you have while you have it. Review, review, review. This foundation is so important to see the brachas. You'll see also for shalom, but we need a foundation for shalom. You have to have shalom within yourself as much as possible. That's what Seichel has to run the show. Your mind, common sense have to run the show. Whenever you feel like saying something, doing something, you're emotional, up, down. Seichel says what? Common sense says what? If you have to wait to talk, you have to say, let me think. I hear your point. Whatever it takes. And then the body. Sing a little bit. Sing a little bit. <clears throat> the feet. The toes. <clears throat> balance. Ankles. Moving up to the calves and the knees and the thighs. It's miracles what's going on here. Each vein, artery that comes from the heart. It's the blood. It's all incredible. Go up your body to your chest, to your head, to your eyes. The eyes see and ears hear. And mouth, we talk. And then only that, it makes sense. Has all this work. Bore all of them get excited about being alive. You have to understand the purpose with being alive. These thoughts are a purpose. A purpose to make you besimcha, a purpose to make you see reality. It's like you come into the world's a miracle, and your whole life's a miracle, and every day you live is so important. Everything you do is, is, a, is, a, is an accounting. If you can do good things, say good things all day, there's going to be an afterlife. After you pass, a bright light is going to shine. And the people who are Zohar, who've tried to live decent lives and tried and tried to learn and to help yourself, perfect yourself, and perfect others and help and help, the bright light will lead to Gan Eden, a life of eternal happiness. It's all part of the same deal. But the brothers used to say, if you don't believe in that now, <clears throat> you don't appreciate now who says it's going to change after you are in a state of an neshama, of a soul. So therefore, it's important to review, review <clears throat> the brokers of the body. <clears throat> and then, the next step, to review the brokers you have around you. Now, when I'm going to explain the brokers of a lady, the lady should think about also what she does, which is pretty incredible. The brokers of having a wife, having a mother, having children, each one. But a wife, mother, she wakes up in the morning and she has to wake up early. She gets ready to set lunch if it's for her husband, for her children. And she says to Hillam, and she might be able to daven. And then all day is filled with doing good things. <clears throat> Most women are Lamin Vav Sadiqam, what they do. 
They got to run to the store. They have to run to work. They have to run, help the children. They have to run, run, run and do things full days and try to keep the house clean and try to make supper and try to smile when the husband comes home. Try to be there for children and for other people. How many women are just constantly running, trying to help each other, help each other? They hear news right away, to heal them right away. I'll be at your house right away. I'll, what food do you need? The women are incredible. So you yourselves, ladies, feel good. Make a list every day, everything you do from morning to night. And go over and put your kind of a pat on the back. But as you go over each thing, but I could do better. I could be nice. I could smile when I give. I could speak softly. I could try to encourage more. I could try to look at the positive more. There's so much more we can do. But that's that's the truva. But a person and a man has to look and look at his wife. Children have to look at the mama. Even though you have to look at your children, what they're doing morning to night. So a person to look first who you are, the mama, the woman. And then the husband and the others looking at this mama. The bracha, a bracha, bracha. To have women who are following the Torah, the blueprint of life. And every time they're doing things like this, it's a mitzvah, mitzvah, mitzvah. And the mitzvah is creating a better person within them also, in all respects. Then a man, <clears throat> don't take a man for granted. Unfortunately, we have a look at the negative real good. He's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. He wakes up in the morning, tries to daven, learn, help out, go to work, go to learn. And comes home, is involved. And of course, the woman feels the husband misses the boat. And a woman, the man might feel the wife misses the boat. But look at your husband. He comes home. Husband tries to help. He goes out to learn again if he can. And Shabbos is just repair, make a Shabbos table. No Shabbos table without a man in front. And a woman on the side. And a woman who made the glorious, glorious foods. So a man has to also give himself a pat on the shoulders. Many men are also Lamed Vav Siddiquim. Trying, trying, but eating every day. Make a list of all the things you're doing. And say, but I could daven better. I could learn better. I could be nicer at home. Etc., etc., etc. So all of a sudden, <clears throat> we're beginning our day with the brokers, the brokers we have, the brokers we see, brokers... A wife has, a mother has, a husband, a father has. And the children today, people have children waking up early, making a minion, going to school, busy all day with important subjects and learning and coming home. And at home, which they try, they try to do homework, they try to help. And they're also busy and do chesed, jump of a hat, many listen very well. So we get again Lamed Vubniks at such an early age. This is Bracha, Bracha, Bracha. And Hashem gives us an area, areas where we can follow our beliefs. We can walk in the street safely. There's shuls all over, yeshivas all over, such holy homes all over. So let's think. And from this, this is where 
Think about your brachas. Think about doing more mitzvahs. Then there'll be more brachas. Think about doing more mitzvahs. And you will build yourself. And this is the brachas we're going to have. The klolom on the other side. And when we do the opposite. And we'll try to talk about that in a little while. So it's time to build, build, build. We'll look a little bit again at our Ten Commandments of Marriage and look a little bit how we can utilize these thoughts of Shalom and do these ideas of mitzvahs and brachas and perfecting oneself. Be realistic, expect the unexpected. You get married, it's a marriage of Kedusha. And it's important to get married is a certain attitude of control, of constructiveness, of trying to make the other happy as main, main thoughts. And there are many unexpected things that happen when a person gets married. Big, big unexpected things. And we have to know it's a Kaddish Baruch who's sending these unexpected things. Our situation. I'm giving you a little extreme example, but we have it all the time. Much smaller things that shouldn't be catastrophic and start fights or make one unsure, make one uneasy, make one feel bad. So many unexpected things that happen, even though temporarily you might feel something, but to go onward, onward, onward. You get wrapped up in a no, something against our rod zone, and then this person gets angry and goes on strike. And think a little bit. Think, think, think. Unexpected things happen all the time. All the time. Unexpected is expected many times. And I expect it also, Shem sent it. No person, they married, they went to Eretz Yisrael. After a while, she couldn't live there. She really couldn't. Whatever reason, the family was here. And then it became a big controversy because he wanted to stay there. And it was difficult. But being realistic, the husband said, what am I going to do? I, my heart's there. I want to live there. Kedusha, Shalmi, I want everything I have there. I have a family now. And they came back, and they came back and settled, and it was hard. But now he's building a nation here with a happy lady, and he's being productive. Not easy move. It seems to me in my little mind here that Hashem sent it. For some reason, it was going to be his test, but he's being a big hero now. Happens the other way too. But it's a big, big hero. And of course, they ask Rebbeim, they ask big people, and this was consensus. You might think, and there are people who, nope, I'm going to hold to my guns. We made an agreement when we got married. Very nice. But let's think. Unexpected things happen. What does Hashem want from me now? Going back to Sholem. 
going back to doing mitzvahs. There's a lot of mitzvahs. Mitzvahs of, of how to be married properly, of asking advice, of going by God's Torah. There's a lot of mitzvahs. Continuing being a good husband and wife. And what do we mention comes brachas and brachas. Families getting brachas all over the place. Husbands shouldn't think, well, I held back and I'm <clears throat> here now. But Hashem sees that control that he had to break his rod zone a billion percent. This man and family is going to get major brachas now. And unfortunately, there might be people who say, no, I'm going to stay. She's going to go here. I'm going to stay there. And or she's going to go there. I'm going to stay here. And so what happens? Your perfection, you blew it. Her perfection probably didn't help. Children are in a mix of uh, an island without the pay. It's so hard. So what are you creating? Hashem sent the whole thing to do the right thing. So you see unexpected things. If we think, we think. The idea of Shalom. Don't cut yourself. The nation is doing this. Eve said, cut yourself. Don't cut yourself off from people. You should make Shalom. Don't be like the people who break them off from others. And we see Re'e, see. <clears throat> see. Hashem's and mitzvahs, that's going to lead to bracha. That's going to lead to shalom b'nehem. That's going to lead to your own self-perfection. All part of it. <clears throat> Another story with being realistic, expecting the unexpected. <clears throat> Person gets married, and all of a sudden <clears throat> finds out his wife is very, very didactic where everything goes. She knows three weeks from now what's going to happen. And when she asks you to do something, she's not really asking you to do something. She's telling you what she wants. If you, if you don't answer the way she wants, this might be a little bit of a turmoil. On the other hand, the man, he used to, used to a little more free life. He forgets what he did yesterday. The plan a minute before, after is hard. So you have two different metzias, two different people here. So you have to expect the unexpected. She, dealing with a man who's a little bit all over, has to be patient when he doesn't pay a bill on time. And needs, of course, is when immediately in the relationship you need to rub someone to work with you. A lot of unexpected. <clears throat> but in time, in the situation, I know the man realizes the way the lady is. She likes to be in control of planning and what goes on in the future, but he realized she's a capable lady and he had to be slave himself and he realized that she's doing well, a great job and he has to bring home his Torah. He's plenty to add. In a lot of these situations you see, you speak to a rub, you see it's not life and death situations. It's okay. Maybe it's not... Can't fit your square into our circle so much, but if it's successful, let it go. And the wife, too, has a husband like this. She's letting you do these things, too, without complaining too much. So you, too, can go out of your way, make him list, be patient, have his rabbi speak to him. There's ways the wife also could deal with, with men. Recently, the couple money was very, very hard. 
Summertime, he didn't have work. And all of a sudden, the wife's going out of a Kaylee. And unfortunately, today, the new sock today, says, I went out, I went out. My brog told me, it's all, I mean, years ago, the new sock of today, from being chutzpah to, I can't take it, you never, I'm getting out. Well, this is the language of today. So what happened? The man needed to be reviewed, need to review what a lady needs, a little bit of the stability that she needs and the security in him. And he had to be reminded a little bit. These unexpected events, they both went for help right away. So he got a job, $15 an hour. It wasn't what she expected. But she saw already he was doing Hashem will bless him for more. But you see, there's, there's ways that unexpected things happen. But unfortunately, if unexpected things happen and you have the wrong people advising, they can pull you away. And then you'll think of the negative of the other person. As you speak to people, they'll, they'll, give, they'll okay it and even say you're right. And then, being without the person, okay, there's no arguments for a while, so you think you feel better. And all of a sudden, people can pull a man, pull a woman out of relationships without seeing both parties, all parties. Never advise, run. Never advise until there's major, major talking, major, major help. And most of the cases... <clears throat> We become a little more realistic and realize most of us go through what you're going through, what I'm going through on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, different levels. But we do because people are born with different mahos, different insights. Some people are more finicky, some are not. Some are sloppy, some are not. Some are smarter than others, some are good in one area, some good in other areas. There's so much you do when you get married, you find out. So you shouldn't disappoint you so much. This is reality, but look at the strong points. Look at the strong points. Most of the time you see children, they got a lot of strong strong points from both parties. When the couples are not getting along, oh, it's only me bringing up everybody. No, I haven't noticed. Is the good in everyone comes out in the children. So it's important that... We be realistic. And there was a situation also that came, person got married, all of a sudden, the beautiful lady she got a little fat, she was having a baby, she didn't clean anymore, didn't cook anymore. And after a little while, he was going, I can't take it anymore. Totally unrealistic. Until... He was told, and she also was a big hero here. He was totally off base, and she decided to be patient. Like I tell people, he could play Simon Says. He says this, yes, yeah, sure, yes, yeah, sure, and do it, no problem. What happened was eventually, after a while, he realized he was, she was a nice lady. He started learning a little bit, working a little bit more. There's so many things that come unexpected. But don't respond to unexpected drastically. Remember, don't cut yourself. When a person passes away, it's an impartial this week. Ray, what's the thought to do? They don't, because what happens, the seed tells us breaking up doesn't mean just cutting yourself, cutting yourself off. 
So don't cut yourself off too fast. Like everybody, you see the nation, people have fights over one thing and they don't talk for the rest of their life. Best friends break up. Don't be like that. Be a thinking person. Be realistic. Even in the worst situations, <clears throat> I've seen people stay together, stay together, work together. One situation, people came their religious later on, but he was involved still in some drinking, some other things, and eventually afterward he went back to everything and she couldn't take it. And but she realized they had a father and we gotta get him back on track. I mean the power in this lady, most that was like twenty years ago. And today, uh, they get a lady like this. Nope. Give up. Nope. Nope. So what happened? She held on. Spoke to him a little bit. Got him on track with work. And nowadays, he had to go with Alcoholics Anonymous. And little by little, he started learning a little bit. Six months, they went on a date. Another six months, they got together. And now they have six children. But the gavura of this lady, you know, oh, my ball. She expected, not even expected, expect. The unexpected was so unexpected. But she was strong. She looked for eights. And eventually we got the right person for him to listen to. So think every way possible. Give me extreme examples. Most of our cases aren't extreme, so don't go extreme yourself. Don't follow the ways of the world with extreme responses to things. And another story. This story, too, was an incredible story. Again, extreme stories, phone calls, 16 years. And the husband says she wants out. Well, she'll talk to you. Got on the phone. Not really working. Doesn't really help in the house. The rabbis, agencies, therapists want out. They'll give me money. And on and on. So he called me back. <clears throat> so let's first start what a man should be doing. But he was willing to listen. I don't know why we have to wait until it's bottom of the ninth, two outs, two strikes, best pitcher in town up, worst hitter up. Then we decide, oh, I got a, a person in, in the foxhole. The bombs you have to wait for to believe. We have to wait for those moments. But people, unfortunately, wait for those moments. And, and he, but he woke up. Amazing thing. All of us can wake up. And not extreme things. What happened? I told him, stay up Thursday night, clean the kitchen. And he was told someone, someone came in and visited and saw him, the one who advised the sea to give a call. And decided, I told him he has to, he has to keep working and even work double now. And he has to have some Torah and make the shoppers table wonderful singing and hugging and Torah and shoppers parties. But the wife says, yeah, sure, give her encouragement, every little dish, donkin, 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 thank you, and encouragement, and yeah, sure, whatever she says, Simon says, it's okay, our ego's a little bit touched, but it's common sense, common sense, it, you're getting along, she's not being a boss, you're one body, so one body tells her other two arms what to do, other two legs what to do, so... What happened, she did this. And suddenly I got a call from her saying, wow, it was the best Shabbos of my whole life. What do I tell everybody? Next day again she called. It was unbelievable. I said, no magic trick now. You see, she was realistic enough to give it to last chance. And unfortunately it took him extreme, extreme pressure to be realistic. And finally 
wake up and I got a call two weeks later. She was complaining. He wasn't learning anymore. He's learning. He's working six hours a week now. Baruch Hashem. We can, everybody can save. So be realistic. Think of the tachas of life. Think of shalom. Think of mitzvahs. Think of brachas. All this is for us to improve. All for our perfection. Because marriage is a happiness. And we can move on a little bit to the second commandment also. The keeping of routines. It's also it's like mitzvahs constantly. Someone just gave me a little piece, of, a little card. And the card to mention what you appreciate. What you're, about your mate. Card, give her, I appreciate this about you. A little note in the morning. Routine. Cold during the day. What do you need? How are you doing? Listen. Listen to complaints too. You come home. Right away you have your little donut. You're relaxed. She has a little something ready for you. A little donut also for yourself. And then you come in. Make the routine of making the first half hour when he's home delightful. You make him, and she can make you, and he can make her. Make it delight. You'll see a whole different, a whole different life. Keep that routine of kindling, rekindling. We, I just know recently uh, what happened a while ago. Or not recently, recently too what happened. The man came home, and she said he constantly comes in, runs out, doesn't help. And I said, have a little spread for him. She gave him that spread of watermelon, calm, nice. He looked good. She smelled good too a little bit, a little bit more than usual. And he came home. He stayed home. Then he went out to learn. He helped. He became a new man in one week, in one day. There's so much keep routines and rekindle. And about the Tuesday nights, the couple used to get a babysitter for an hour just to take a walk together. Rekindle, rekindle. Just recently that happened. Many years married. All of a sudden, she didn't want to have children. He wanted to. And there's a whole... And it's, I saw it was getting worse and worse. And the thing is, she was asking just some time from him. But he would ask her to go out, and she would say, I'm too tired. So both were really <laughs> not doing it. And so she was told to go out. And he was told, give her more time than just a half hour. And all of a sudden, in a matter of short time, they were encouraging and thanking each other, encouraging, thanking each other. And it's unbelievable. Like they're back on track. You see the mitzvahs you're doing. You're making another person happy. You're encouraging another person. You know what that is? Two things. You're getting a brachas from the mitzvahs you're doing. Brachas are brachas. It's like guaranteed. And as always, you're perfecting yourself too. Isn't it unbelievable how wonderful Torah is? <laughs> like a magic trick to keep the routines. Another story. Call after 11 years. She mentioned, I can't take it. And he wouldn't listen because he was, he supposedly had a Rebbe, but he never really spoke to him about anything. Finally, after two months, I got through to him a little bit. How, again, he had to wait to, the routines of rekindling were out the window. And she was trying every way possible. It's, it's amazing. So you have to look in the communities, in our communities, the men, and women who are going so far, more than any other people on this planet Earth, to make marriages work, to bring up good children, to be good to the parents, is be the chaling when There's so many organizations and people, Sephardi, Hasidic, Litvish, top to bottom. So many people, different levels, helpful. More family got together, family get together. 
had a Hasidian family, Lipish in the family, Spar in the family, but more modern in the family, and they really worked on getting along. It was wonderful to hear about. So the keeping, to keep these routines, it builds such a bond, such a bond to keep it together. And I mentioned this person, kept talking to him, and finally he came home, helped a little bit, and he took her out for a weekend. I got him to take her or his wife for a weekend. After 11 years of marriage, she had enough, she said. On Sunday, she called me. She said, unbelievable, like a honeymoon again. Then they're back on track again. Back on track again. They have a few children after that. Everybody, everybody, so much. And the routines are mitzvahs, mitzvahs, brachas, brachas, shlemish, shlemish. It all goes together. You seichel, you seichel. Don't go by your emotions. Emotions go up and down, up and down. Seichel, common sense, seichel, common sense. Talk to someone. You know, some recently just came back of a date. He spent thousands of dollars to go across the country. The two days, she says, I don't want a long-distance relationship. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you think it was? You're in California. He's in New York. What's going on here? <laughs> and yet, like, he called me up. It was like, he was so distraught. And hopefully someone's going to call her up this week, hopefully just explain. But he was so distraught, so distraught. And only through Seichel, beginning, we speaking, and after a half hour, what to say to him? Eventually say to him, Listen. Maybe she's going through a little stressful time. She's going through tests. Let's see. But if this is the way she is too, maybe a little bit insensitive, maybe a little bit whatever, whatever, maybe she's not for you. And she's not for you altogether. And you just say, but it was hard. The emotions took him over. If men feel terrible, they're never going to get married. I'm going to be... So it's an important thing. And the routines, remember, keep saying, keep routines. A man who gives money to his wife weekly makes sure the money's there. He doesn't have the one week a little bit. He has to say he has to try harder. Or he has to say, listen, I'm working on it. And she also has to be thankful when she gets a routine to say thank yous that he's supporting. And the same with uh, personal things, with mikvah and other things like that. Keep routines. Don't break those routines. No matter what, no matter what. A break in routines these mitzvahs will carry on. These mitzvahs will be forever. These are seichel dikah mitzvahs too. And another is make peace as soon as possible. It's also a biggie. How many mitzvahs you get to make peace as soon as possible? That Aaron can't Cohen makes so many, so much shalom between couples and family. Eighty thousand or so. Children were named after him. And Shalom, any way to find Shalom. Machlokas is a disease, it's a plague. I've seen, especially recently, you've got to be very, very careful. People use the texts and use the internet and they can use it for nice things. A text, I love you, have a good day. But unfortunately, I've had too many stories of texting back and forth, husband and wife, especially, even the children too. People didn't speak their minds. There's less busha, less shame. Phone call, a little more shame. Person, definitely the most shame. And now with phones everywhere, everywhere, so there's a little less shame. And texting, the shame, you can say what you want. And I've heard texts between couples, starts out, and if one party just would stop, 
make peace. You see he's getting angry. Why'd you do this? How come you did this? So he responds, listen, let's speak to the rabbi about it. He goes, no, I want to speak about it now. Listen, you're probably right, honey. Let's speak to the rabbi. Let's speak to somebody. Even if, and you could stop in about 29 seconds, conversation ends, and that's it. But instead, he responds back, she justifies herself. And if he's a sharp man, he'll slug up her justification and say, but why this? And if she also is very sharp with the, the tongue, she'll be able to say this. And all of a sudden, what happened? Make shalom is peace is possible. As soon as possible. Peace as soon as possible. is a claw. All of life. Even within yourself, make peace as soon as possible. You feel you're so aggravated. Get that sleep. Take that walk. Take that rest. You need peace between yourself and yourself. And with other people too, make peace as soon as possible. And one guy I remember called. Wife was in the background raising her voice. And I told him, so it wasn't a more serious situation. Turn around and say, I love you, honey. So he turned around and said, Bencino said, I love you, honey. And they laughed a little bit. And uh, it was an easier way to make up. And then another couple, anytime something would happen, let's call the rabbi up. Right away. Bang, bang, bang. So it didn't last too long. As soon as you see emotions going or opinions going, you have to stop. And even constructive criticism is today, unfortunately, in most cases, doesn't work. I know a man who gave his wife constructive criticism in the morning, and then she called me up 24-7. He's yelling at me, telling me what to do. Because all of a sudden, the constructive criticism means maybe you could do this, honey. So the whole day, she's, she feels like she's on his radar and he's watching. But the other way around, too. Miller said he got a call from a husband. He said, I'm scared of my wife. I can't say this. I say this. I... And then the wife called Red Miller and said, I don't understand. We don't communicate. Maybe I should take a break from him. And Miller knew the story. So maybe you're terrorizing your husband. Maybe. Maybe you are supposedly thinking this is constructive. But constructive criticism today is, yeah, be very, very careful. The best thing is to be a good model, a good model, a good model. And to validate, to listen, I hear your point. And to have a Rebbe, have someone who can talk to you, could talk to her. And you'll see, you'll, most of the time, you'll, after a while, you get used to this is my lady. Most of it is very good. Some of it I don't understand. Some of it I disagree. And the same the other way around. But just make peace as soon as possible. You have to stay. All the time, all the time, make peace as soon as possible. And stop with their loud voice as much as possible. Constructive criticism. I brag, his family, we mentioned that the father was a model. He lived, he lived his part. They saw him learning, being nice to others, listening. Didn't have to say no so much. But they saw the father was a straight, Torahic person who listened. He just had to say, I don't feel right, and whatever little words, and the children would understand. But the peace, there's ways to make peace, not to start trouble. To teach, to learn, to listen, to work out things with others. 
There's a famous story about Bragg. One of the Talmudim came over to me a year or two ago already. So he's in camp. He was in the dormitory, and a new boy came into the dormitory. And the new boy started playing music at night, and he couldn't sleep. And if he tell him to please lower it, he would throw things at the other boy. The other boy went to Rabbi Brock. What should I do? I can't learn. I can't sleep. So next time he throws something, pick it up and give him a hug. Rabbi, did Rabbi hear what they said? Yeah, the next time he throws something, pick it up, give him a hug. Put it in its place. Third time, Rabbi, I'll be shmata. Pick it up, put it in its place, give him a hug. He did it, then it worked. He didn't understand. Until he told me, like months ago, a five-year-old or so, a little older, came home from yeshiva yelling, screaming, and he tried to give him a potch and go to your room, no dessert, no candy, no, didn't work. At the end of the day, the son, before he went to sleep, goes, Abba, 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 the Rebbe yelled at me today. So then he realized the same story with the, if he would, a boy came home and said, what's the matter? When someone yells at you, someone's upset, someone's saying something, just so if you can figure out what's going on inside their head, good, but you be the one to make peace. Anyway, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Let me listen, let's do something. What can we do? Tell me what to do. So if he would have said this to his son, his son wouldn't have gone on tirades. And the same here with his other bacher who came in doing things. Something was bothering the other bacher. And by picking up, putting things back in his place, giving me a hug, saying, I care about you, but I don't understand. And the story was with that bacher, by the way, they both became good friends and everyone grew. So you see, make peace as soon as possible. We have no idea why other people are saying things, other people are doing things. So therefore, we have to think. We all go through this constantly. The woman says a sharp word, the husband says a sharp work word, but you have to know we really don't know where other people are coming from. Some people are not so articulate. Some people just got off the phone with their mother. Some guy just had a hard day at work. Some guy just lost his job and doesn't want to tell the wife so fast. A uh, person had a hard day yeshiva, hard day with a friend. Something happened. There's so many different things that happen. And unfortunately, they react. And unfortunately, we have to deal with it. But on the other hand, we have to catch ourselves also. We see ourselves not having that perfect day and things bothering us. At that time, if it's a fast day, make sure something something gets you upset, don't say too much. Or if something happens in your life, shidak is broken or no job or different things don't go your way, make sure the next person you turn to, especially your loved one, they step on your toe. You, know, you don't only yell up because of the toe. You yell up because of the, all the other things that are happening also. So really how our moods are, we create our world around us. So we go back to the beginning of the talk, right? You see your blessing, the blessing, shmak to be a line. And see the brochas and see the all the actions you do all day, the positive things, give yourself a pat in the back constantly. And everything, look at the things people do around you, the good things people do. Look at the positive, look at the constructive. And then we work on Shalom. Yes? And then we work on doing the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs in two ways. Give brachas, brachas. Mitzvahs are everyday life. Smiles, hellos, helping someone across the street, giving someone a job, looking out for others, 
putting on the fillin, saying to Hillam, so many mitzvahs a person does. We mentioned that leads to a person being a person who's going to get brachas, brachas, brachas. And leads to a person who is going to be perfected through the mitzvahs, through good deeds, good thoughts, good actions. You perfect yourself. It's urgent. We all go right, especially now, this time. Think of each day the brachas you have. Think of the clum going around, the, the hardships are going on around us. Don't wait for another bomb. Don't wait for another death. Don't wait for another kidnap. Don't wait. Don't wait. Because these things only happen. These Whatever reason they're happening to these certain people, that's a chesed we don't understand. Probably go right to all of them, but the point is for us, why wake up calls? Wake up already. Would you wake up in the morning? Wake up and look at the brachas. Look at the mitzvahs. Look at the good things you have. And do truth. I could do better, 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 better. In my marriage, with my wife, with my husband, with my children, with my parents, with my rebbe, with my tamidim, with the people around us. Then we'll see brachas. And we'll see aslacha. Again, a person wants to hear this talk live again on Sunday, 5 p.m. We're not live, it's going to be played again. So you can hear it 712-432-4217. Or during the week to hear the talks, 718-506-9099, extension 31. Text 347-927-8398 or www.jradio.com. And again, right now, to hear on the radio again, everybody, you got to spread the word. It, it takes millions of dollars, probably two million. <laughs> and there are people out there who give tzedakah millions to yeshivas, to build shuls. To, this is a chesed that could help old people to listen, people who get advice how to listen. People hear the music, the children, the schusser person will get the support. We just have to speak to one or two people who can do it. Hashem, I bless everyone. This is Ben Sion Gripe, 718-339-6020. We should have a slacha, bracha, and everything. Rukhni Zagashmi.